With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All callers are muted and they can unmute themselves. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. One minute until showtime. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Your name. Hallelujah. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Log Talk Radio. This conference is being recorded. Good morning, good morning, and God bless each and every one who have joined us this morning for this installment of 6 a.m. Member Prayer, brought to you by the Message of Christ Church, located in Chicago, Illinois, where the pastor is none other than Pastor Father Sylvia Staples. You have joined us for our Touch and Agree Week. This is our Touch and Agree Week. We are so excited and delighted that you have been with us, returning callers and our new callers um, for this week, Touch and Agree Week. It has truly been a blessing for everyone who has joined us this week, and today will be a blessing as well because this is the message of Christ Church, and we always bring forth the message of Christ. Amen. Again, I am Sister Teresa. And I welcome you again, and I would like to give you the order of services and our contact information for the Message of Christ Church. We are on our main teleconference line Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, our main teleconference line is 641-715-3670. 
and the access code is 420123. Again, that is 641-715-3670, and the access code is 420123. Again, we are on this line every Every Sunday at 8 a.m., every Sunday at 8 a.m. for Bible study, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. for Mega Prayer, Monday nights at 7 p.m. for Miracle Monday, which is hosted by our very own evangelist, Betty Howard, and on the first Friday of the month, the first Friday of the month, Midnight Prayer. On Tuesday nights, Pastor Staples is teaching a leadership training class on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m., and that is held on a different teleconference line, and we encourage you to call our office number, which is 773-609-2071, to obtain that information. And leadership training is for uh, entrepreneurs and people in the marketplace. Taught by Pastor Sylvia Staples. We also have two internet websites that we'd like you to visit. We encourage you to visit messageofchrist.net and sylviastaplesministries.com. Sylviastaplesministries.com has the live streaming and um, various things that Pastor Staples is doing to minister to the body of Christ. Messageofchrist.net gives you our current events. And you can post prayer requests and praise reports on the wall on the messageofchrist.net site. We also, she also is making prayer shawls, custom-made prayer shawls and prayer banners. So we encourage you to visit both sites. Visit both sites and make your request known for the prayer shawls and see what's going on in the ministry. We are a traveling ministry. This is an intercessory prayer ministry, and we do travel, and we are currently in our 2016 Miracle Prayer Tour. And we encourage you, if you would like us to come to your city, call our general office number, 773-609-2071. Let it be known that you want us to come to your city. Amen. We will be going to Texarkana, Texas, June 25th. June 25th, we will be in Texarkana, Texas. Um, and in me, and in September, September 17th, we will be in Birmingham, Alabama. So if you would like us to come to you, the other months are open. We, we can still travel. We travel to whoever will have us to come. So we ask that you call us and let it be known that you want to join us in the services uh, in Texarkana, Texas. That's June 25th, 2016. The pastor is Pastor Nelson. We will be there that Saturday, June 25th. Please call our general office number for more information, 773-609-2071. And as the day draws closer, we will be giving more information regarding uh, the location of the church, the church name, and everything uh, pertaining to that event. Also, September 17th, 2016, we'll be in Birmingham, Alabama, 
at the West End Sheridan Hotel, and that also is a Saturday. That will be at 10 a.m., 10 a.m. And as I stated, if you would like us to come to you, it doesn't matter what city you're in. We are a traveling ministry. We go all around the country. You want us to come, and you're in another country. Outside of the United States of America, our faith is large enough to embrace the trip to come to your country. Amen? So call us on 773-609-2071. Leave your message and contact information, and we will get back to you regarding the Miracle Prayer Tour coming to your city. Amen? Also, our contact information, if should you like to give to the ministry, you do not have you do not have internet access, you can call I mean you can write us write us using US mail. Send your contributions and donations to Message of Christ Church, PO Box three nine zero seven six two, Chicago, Illinois, six zero six three nine. And your checks and money orders to Message of Christ Church, P.O. Box 390762, Chicago, Illinois, 60639. We know that this is a ministry of good ground, and we have been a blessing to you. And we thank you, those who contribute on a regular basis, and those who are thinking about contributing. And I'm encouraging you to go ahead and make that decision to give, because your contributions will Help us to minister in other places. We minister regularly in the Chicagoland area, and we move about within the Chicagoland area, and there are expenses associated with that, going to different venues and travel and what have you. So we thank the Lord for your contributions. Know that the money that you give into this ministry is not going to waste. It's to carry forth the gospel and the message of Christ. Amen? Amen. And then last but not least, you can also email us. You can email us mess at messageofchrist at yahoo.com, messageofchrist at yahoo.com. We so encourage you. I encourage you to please send your prayer request via email and also, also send your praise reports. It's so important for us to get feedback from you, knowing what God has done in your life in regards to how we have been praying and interceding for you, how this ministry has been a blessing to you. And also with this week, this week being our touch and agree week, we really, really, really want the testimonies. As my sister and fellow laborer at Christ said yesterday, Sister Valerie was saying that 30 days, give God 30 days to answer the prayer request that you have put up before him that we have touched and agreed with you on, give it 30 days at least and email us. Tell us what God is doing. We know in certain instances it's not going to take 30 days, and you can give that praise report. You can email that praise report to us right away. Um, our general office number also receives text messages. So you can text a short praise report, but if it's a lengthy one with the details and everything, which is good for us to get, Email it to us, messageofchrist at yahoo.com, because your testimonies can be used as we travel and share with other people. Amen? Amen. Again, I am Sister Teresa, 
And this is our Touch and Agree Week. I am so excited about this being our Touch and Agree Week and my topics for this day, for today. My topics for today is marriage, marriage and healing, but I really want to focus on marriage. Um, I want to start off with the scripture first and foremost regarding Touch and Agreeing, which is Matthew 18. Matthew 18, our theme for this week, Matthew 18, verses 18 and 20. Matthew 18, verses 18 through 20. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So we thank the Lord for this Touch and Agree Week, and we know we have this uh, the support of all of heaven and our Heavenly Father based on this scripture. Amen? We know that we are going to be touching and agreeing with you. That's me and you that makes two. And we know that there are more than two people on this line today, so therefore God is in the midst. Amen? God is in the midst, and God will answer. He will answer your prayer request as we pray and touch and agree. Amen. As Again, as I stated, um, my topic for today is marriage, marriage and healing. But primarily I want to focus on marriage. And the scripture that I would like to give regarding marriage, uh, first and foremost, is Proverbs 14.1. Proverbs 14.1 says, Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hand. Foolish woman plucks down her house. The word plucketh means to pull off or out, to tug. So it's important for us as wives, I'm talking primarily to women today. Um, I'll include men as well, but primarily to women because this is a women's ministry. We as wives need to use wisdom, wisdom in our marriages, and to be careful that we are not being foolish in our marriage. We don't want to be a foolish wife. We want to build up our house. We want to build our house. We want to make our house a home. We want our house to be filled with love, joy, and peace, and the fruit of the Spirit. First and foremost, God is love. That's what the Scripture says. God is love. And we as children of God must express that love to our husbands and to everyone who crosses the threshold of our houses. We want the primary fruit of the Spirit to be love in our homes and peace, followed by peace. There's so much confusion and ranting and raving out in the streets that your home should be your sanctuary. 
not only for you, but for your husband too, and for your children and for everybody who crosses your threshold. They should come into your house and be able to feel peace because they are outside. They have come in from the world. All the confusion and mess that's going on outside of your household, it should stay out. Your household should be a drama-free zone, a drama. Your home, your house should be a drama-free zone where your husband, you yourself, and everyone associated with you can know they can come into your place of residence and, and relax and have peace. No drama in the name of Jesus. So let me go forth with a short uh, word of prayer right quick, and then I am going to open the lines for those of you who desire prayer in this Touch and Agree Week focusing on marriage. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for another day that you have allowed us to rise up and to gather on this line together to touch and agree for the purposes of marriage and healing in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you will move on this line. We call forth the angels of the Lord to come forth and to assist. We ask you, Lord God, that wisdom will prevail in the information that's given and they will fall on good ground. The ears of the hearers will be open and receptive. Their spirits will be receptive. And I seal it right now in the name of Jesus. Every prayer that goes up before you will be sealed. I'm making a preemptive strike against the enemy. I'm making a preemptive strike right now in the name of Jesus. And I say every prayer that is going to be prayed is already sealed in the name of Jesus, and it shall go forth and bring forth fruit in the name of Jesus. These marriages shall turn around, be bountiful, be fruitful, shall be a blessing for others to see in the name of Jesus. And we uncover the works of darkness right now. We pull back the cover. We expose the enemy and every trap and every trick that has been made, every device shall be revealed in the name of Jesus, O oh God. We thank and praise you right now, Father. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, that we are touching and agreeing. We have gathered together on this line, and we stand by all the forces of heaven in the name of Jesus, that good will be done, that the truth will prevail, that wisdom will prevail, and that the women and men who are married, the marriages will go forth what you have put together, O oh God. Let no man put asunder, no man and nothing put asunder, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I am opening the lines now, and I ask if you have a prayer request regarding marriage. Marriage is our focus today. Marriage is our focus. If you have a concern in any other area of your life, I would ask that you would call our general office number and leave that prayer request on the general office line voicemail, which is 773 609-2071. Marriage is our theme, so I'm opening the lines, and I ask that you star six. The lines are open. Please star six to let your prayer request be made known. Amen. Who would be the first one? Please hit star six. Good morning, Sister Teresa. This is Sister Stephanie White. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. How are you? All right. Just touching and agreeing for God to just continue to keep my marriage. 
want God to continue. Yes. He's truly is blessing it. I just want him to continue to bless it, my marriage. Amen. I am so glad that you were the first one to continue to bless your marriage. Because, you know, a lot of times we um people think there's always problems in the marriage and they come for prayer because there's a problem that you are blessed in your marriage. And I'm so glad that this is starting off with you, you know, that we have the other side to marriage, that it is good. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we're thanking you right now for Sister Stephanie. Our Sister Stephanie and her husband's marriage is already blessed, and we ask that you continue to bless it, Lord, that they be so bound together, that they cleave to each other, continue to cleave to each other, and that people will look at them and notice and admire their marriage, Lord God, that they continue to represent what you have instituted in this earth realm for marriage to be a husband and a wife. And we thank you, Lord, that they are doing a wonderful work in their city, that they are a team, that they are tied together in a covenant relationship that you have blessed. We ask that you continue to bless it like never before, Lord. Let their finances be bountiful. Let their surroundings be bountiful with blessings. Let the children and grandchildren be blessed and look at their grandparents and their parents and say, I want a marriage like them. I want to be like them. And we thank you, Lord, that you will cause that fruit to go forth, Lord God. It will be a generational blessing. We hear so much about generational curses, but let the blessing of marriage be on their family line. A generational blessing of marriage. In the name of Jesus, let that be the legacy of Sister Stephanie and her husband. In the name of Jesus, a blessed marriage, a good marriage. Let nothing come between their offspring and their offspring's marriages. Let nothing become... Let nothing come between those marriages, oh God. Let those marriages be fruitful in the name of Jesus. As their children and their grandchildren will say, this is all I know in the name of Jesus regarding marriage is that it is blessed and it is a good thing. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, sister. Thank you so much. God bless you, too. You are welcome. That leads me to the scripture that says, that the blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. She is blessed. And that's one thing we need to keep in mind as people in the body of Christ. When we are um, saying we got a blessing, if there's any sorrow attached to it, then you got to take another look at that because uh, sorrow is not attached to blessings because the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. Amen. Please, star six in, the next caller. We're talking about marriage, our prayer request. I'm touching and agreeing with you regarding marriage. Who would be next? Please, star six. Star six, the line is open. Star six. Yes, praise the Lord. Good morning. God bless you. Uh, you might Prayer warrior, mighty woman of God. Uh, I just wanted to, um, in general, I was talking with my sister within a month or so ago, and she was mentioning to me how the Lord had revealed to her how there's been so many attacks on marriage and on husband and wives, you know, maybe with death and divorce and, and what have you. And I just wanted to um, just ask for a general prayer for marriages, 
especially in the body of Christ, to just pray for marriages in the body of Christ primarily. Okay. You know, it's kind of broad. In the body of Christ. This is my sister Darlene. I thank the Lord for you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you for the household of faith. We're standing in the gap for the household of faith. Oh, God, we're asking that you turn the situation around, Father. For the marriage-breaking spirits are running rapid throughout the world. There are marriage-breaking spirits that are working in the household of faith. Lord God, we ask, oh, God, that the angels of the Lord go forth and as a consuming fire burn up everything, every device that Satan has planted, every trick that he has brought forth to bring forth divorce between man and wife, those that you have joined together, Father. We're asking right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, those that you have joined together that are still together, that are contemplating divorce. I'm asking you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to pull the covers off of the enemy. Let the people of God see what's really going on. Let them know that the marriage-breaking spirits are in operation. And there are several marriage-breaking spirits, Lord God, and we're asking you, Lord God, to reveal the truth. Let the truth be seen. Every spirit of deceit, every trick of the enemy, every falsehood that has come forth that's been perpetrated on the marriages that you have in the body of Christ, that you have put together, the men and women that you have brought together to be an example of marriage, Lord God, and they are fighting, oh God, they're fighting against one another because the enemy has been able to get in. Oh, Father, I'm asking that you shut the ears of your people, the men on the job, those women who are whispering in their ears and turning their heads, oh God, the women in the places, oh God, where men are complimenting them and giving them emotional support that they're not getting at home from their husband. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you turn that thing around. We say that the wives will not be like Eve. They will not listen to the serpent. The wives will have their ears open and tuned to their husbands. I say and decree and declare that these couples will start to speak to one another. They will start to discuss their issues with one another. They will close out the world and speak to one another. They will be one unit, a team against the world in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now, Father God, for the covers being pulled off, for the devices being revealed that Satan has already perpetrated. And we say it shall stop, it shall cease and desist right now in the name of Jesus. We tear up the the traps that have already been laid. We tear it up. We pull them out. We pull them out. The body of Christ, we pull them out of the traps that have been brought to destroy their marriages. We pull it out. We pull them out right now in the name of Jesus. And we say, no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Every time that rises up against them shall be brought down. They shall condemn it. Those people who have said, look at them, look at them. They don't represent the body of Christ. Lord, we're thanking you for turning it around. We say that they will represent Oh, my God, they will represent the body of Christ and marriage, which you have planned for marriage. They will represent it. Oh, Father, even the pastors. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm, I'm crying out to you, Father God, for there are pastors. Pastors, I recently seen where somebody said their husband has had a second family. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. 
Father, we're asking you right now to deal with those pastors to be truthful, Father God. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to come forth. Father, we know that judgment begins at the house of God. And if the pastors are living a double life, oh, God, we ask that you bring it forth, let the truth be known, and let healing come forth because there will be many hurt in that fallout, oh, God. But we're asking you, Lord, God, we know that you can heal the wounds of the the hearts, the broken heart of the wives, oh God, in those matters, Father. And we're asking you right now to touch, heal, and deliver, Father, in the name of Jesus. And also regarding death, Father, there are many widows now, people who are dying, widows, uh, the marriages are ending because of death, Father God. We're asking that you console those hearts, those who are grieving, Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, those who have become widows, Lord, we ask that you touch their hearts and, and embrace them comfort them, Father God, and also those who were married, those who were married and death has come and they were in uh, in the body of Christ and have a misunderstanding to think that they have to stay married to someone who is deceased. Your word says they are free. They are no longer bound once their spouse is deceased. They are free to marry in the Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now, Father God, that if anyone has that mindset that they can only be married to one person throughout their life. We know that that's doctrinal error, Father, and we speak correction to that mindset and say that they are free to marry again. There is no condemnation unto them. Their spouse is deceased, and they are free to marry again as long as it is in the Lord. And we thank you, Father God, for your blessings and your word and your guidance, Father, in Jesus' name and your comfort. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so very much. God bless you. You are so welcome. God bless you, Sister Darlene. Is there another one, please? Start 6 in to let your request be made known. Our focus today is marriage. Amen. Who will be next? God bless you, Sister Teresa. Yes. Um, I want to know, is it feasible just to pray as things like Okay, in my family, like my grandmother was married 60 years, but they were separated uh, for a portion of those years. My mother was married and divorced. My sister was married and divorced. And uh, from my immediate family, like my mother and her mother and, you know, my grandmother's children, no one else seems to... Uh, have been married other than those people I just mentioned. And they all kind of ended up, well, two ended up in divorce, and my grandmother's marriage was separated. And so can you pray uh, in the atmosphere uh, uh, for marriages to be bound and for that, like, generational curse uh, to be broken? 90 seconds. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you for Sister Kimberly and her family lineage, which seems to have shown uh, marriage-breaking spirits being at work. Not only marriage-breaking spirits, but it seems it appears that uh, wisdom was not used in picking a mate. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, there may have been deceit going forth to cause these women to marry the wrong man. Lord God, I 60 ask right seconds. Now, ask right now, Father God, that the spirit of discernment be strong in the women 
and Sister Kimberly's family, including Sister Kimberly. Let the spirit of discernment be strong and apparent that whatever man approaches the women in this family line, Lord God, that the curse will be broken, that they will be no longer choosing the wrong person, Lord God, to hook up and get attached to the wrong person, even their own motivations. Oh, Father, there are sometimes when the women marry someone and their motivation is not right. They marry for the wrong reason. Yeah. I speak correction in the motivation of the women in this family line right now in the name of Jesus, and I say no longer Amen. will it be perpetrated on them that they will use the right motivation. They will have a pure heart when it comes to relationship, not a, a heart of Ten usury, seconds. not a heart of usury in the name of Jesus, not a heart of Amen. playing games, but a heart of sincerity and purity. I speak it right now in the name of Jesus. I wash their hearts, all of them. From the top, from the head to the youngest one, in the name of Jesus, Amen. I wash their hearts in the blood of Jesus Christ, drenched and purified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Right now, in the name of Jesus, to break that spirit, to break wrong motivations, to break the spirit of using. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, yeah. purification. We speak purification and sanctification to their hearts and their motivations because your word says that you know the intent of the heart. Your word will come forth and pierce through the intents of the heart, Lord God, the thoughts and intents of the heart. And Lord, you know the thoughts and intents of the heart of these women. Let it be pure, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And from this day forward, let the men who come into their lives be men who are upright and of of good standing and have pure hearts as well, that purification will be in both parties and that the marriages and the relationships that come forth from this day forward will be of you, Lord God, that you are bringing together in her family line those women who desire to be married. Those who desire to be married, let the right man come into their lives that represent Christ and the church in a marriage, Lord God, that they can have fruitful and blessed marriages in Jesus' name.
word of God is powerful, quick and powerful. And uh, I stand corrected on that. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4. I'm sorry. Chapter 13, Hebrews 13, 4. Marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled. For whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Whoremongers, as I was stating, are uh, the people, the pimps and prost- uh, the pimps and the madams. Those are the ones who hire people to destroy relationships. They hire people to work in the sex trade. Not only hire, but sometimes uh, young women and young men are coerced, forced, tricked, um, made to. Uh, function in a way that causes a breakup in relationships and bring forth impurity and and what have you. They are working against the the institution of marriage which God has created. And God says marriage is honorable in all, all meaning all cultures, all peoples of the earth, regardless of their culture. Every culture has a marriage. Um, ceremony or something that represents marriage. A binding contract, some statements that are made between a man and a woman is understood that that man and that woman is married. And God instituted marriage between one man and one wife. We go back to Genesis. God brought Eve to Adam. He did not bring Eve and Susan and Jessica and Marianne and Betty Sue, he brought Eve. So there's one man and there's one woman, and that man shall leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife. That's marriage. One man and one woman. If God was into polygamy, uh, as some erroneous doctrines to have out there, he would have brought more than one woman to Adam. He would say, here, take your pick, who you want to be with today, and you can have the other one tomorrow, but that's not what God did. He created one woman, and that was Eve. He presented Eve to Adam. Adam was a working man, and he brought a woman who could help him work, amen, to support him in the name of Jesus. That's the biblical example of marriage. And the marriage-breaking spirits, one of them, one of them, uh, people, category of people are whoremongers, and the other category is adulterers. Adulterers, those who are already in marriage and are stepping outside of the marriage covenant relationship, be it male or female, those people will be judged. They can repent now and ask God for forgiveness, and if they choose to be forgiven, God will forgive them. Adultery is not the unpardonable sin. It can be forgiven. But they have brought forth a lot of pain and hurt in that marriage relationship. And people who have suffered or been a victim of adultery, it's very heartbreaking to see that, to go forth and to uh, deal with that. And we know that God is a healer. So I'm going to right now pray for those who have been in marriages where the spouse has stepped out. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I'm asking you right now 
and we are touching and agreeing this week regarding marriages, Lord God, today. In the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to heal the brokenhearted, those spouses whose spouse has stepped out on them. Father, we know that their heart was broken. It's heart-wrenching to know that your spouse has left you and slept with someone else. Father, we're asking for healing, first and foremost, on the, the victim of the adultery. Father, we're asking that you heal those hearts. Mend them, Lord God. We know that very often the women go through self-examination. What did I do? They tear themselves up. They rip themselves apart. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you give them a new mindset, that they will look at themselves and analyze themselves to not tear themselves down and to not look at how they were instrumental in doing this thing, but to really see the truth of the relationship. Because sometimes it's a character flaw in the man, or sometimes it's a character flaw in that woman that that man has chosen to marry. For your word says, he who findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. Sometimes men have married a woman. They have not married a wife, and a woman will do anything. And we thank you right now, Father, for the revelation, O oh God, of blessing the men who have married a woman, in the name of Jesus. But you're able to turn the heart of that woman and make her a wife, Father God. When we're asking for healing for the men's hearts, O oh God, healing for the women's hearts who have been married to someone who committed adultery to, against them, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we also pray for the adulterers, Father. We pray for the adulterers that they would turn from their wicked ways, O oh God. Let them turn from their wicked ways. Let them have a, a, a circumcision of their heart, Father God. Work on their hearts, O oh God. Work on their character, O oh God. Work on them to analyze themselves and realize once they confess, let them confess and turn from that. Let them not continue to perpetrate adultery. And, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, if it, it is your will, let them separate. That is grounds for divorce, as your word says. Let them separate, Lord God. If it will be perpetrated again and again and again and again, let that spouse know that they are free, the victim of the adultery. Let them understand and embrace the truth of your word, to know that they are free under those conditions, Father, in the name of Jesus, because we know there are doctrines out there, Father, that says regardless of what their spouse does, they're supposed to say, but that is not what your word says. Your word says that a person is free when adultery has been committed, and it is up to them to forgive. They can forgive and give that spouse another chance. And we thank you for blessing them to have a heart of mercy because then they can obtain mercy as well. If they choose to do so, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, Father God, for mercy, Lord God, and compassion and grace and truth, first and foremost, first and foremost, truth, Lord God. Pull the covers off, let it be revealed, let it be seen, Father God. There may be some wondering if their spouse is doing that. They're hearing from other people, your husband is doing this, your wife is doing that. But they want to know that they know that they know from you, Father. So we're asking that you reveal the truth. Let them not go with hearsay. They don't want to go with hearsay, Father. They want to know the truth of the situation. And we're asking you right now to bless that the truth of the situation be revealed. Let it be seen. Let it be known. Because we know the accuser of the brethren comes forth to accuse in marriages, Lord God. Let it be known whether it's the accuser of the brethren or if it's the truth. 
Let the truth be known and revealed right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Is there another? Please start six. If you have a prayer request regarding marriage, please come forth in Jesus' name. Is there another? Please start six. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Oh, okay. Sister Rhonda. Hey, Sister Rhonda. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just want, um, I wanted you to pray for me, but the prayer that you just prayed was for me. So I just thank God for your praying um, as the Holy Spirit is leading you. Um, I just thank God for the prayer that you just prayed because it was for me. Amen. Thank you. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for preemptive prayer. Amen. I want to, uh, one of my favorite people in the Bible, favorite wives, my go-to wife in the Bible is Abigail. Abigail was a woman of wisdom. First Samuel 25, verse 3. Abigail, uh, Hey, we depend on technology so much. I had it up on my computer, and now my computer has gone to sleep, so now I have to turn to it. First Samuel, First Samuel, chapter twenty-five, verse three. Abigail was married to a man who was called a fool, <laughs> a known fool. Verse three. Now the name of the man was Nabal, and the name of his wife, Abigail, and she was a woman of good understanding and of a beautiful countenance. But the man was churlish and evil in his doings, and he was of the house of Caleb. Abel, I mean, uh, Abigail was also a wise woman. If you, I don't have time to go through the, to read the whole story. Um, but read First Samuel chapter 25, and you will see that Abigail was a wise woman. She was a woman who built a house, even though she was married to uh, a fool. The scripture, she even says in this passage of scripture in that chapter that her husband was a fool. Everybody knows he's one when she's talking to David. She was an intercessor for her household. She met David. David had been offended by her husband, and he was coming to kill everything associated and related to Nabal. Now, one thing about Nabal, Nabal was a man who was a wannabe king. He wanted to be a king. He was rich. Oh, he had the substance. You know, he was rich. They were very wealthy. He had servants and all of that. He had the wealth of a king, and he he put himself up to be as a king, but he was not a king. And as a result of his foolishness, um, he died of natural causes. I would venture to say it was a heart attack because he fell over dead. Nobody stabbed him or anything like that. He died, and when he died, Abigail was a widow, and uh, her servants or someone got the message to David that Abigail was available. Abigail was free. She was a widow. And uh, David went back. He sent servants, rather. He sent servants 
back to Abigail after he heard. It was some days, you know, he gave her time to mourn, you know, her husband and what have you. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. He sent his servants to let her know that he wanted to marry her, and she agreed. So she went from being married to a wannabe king to being married to a real king. Amen. So for you women who are married to a foolish man, God could turn that thing around. I'm not wishing death on anyone. But know that deliverance can come forth and still maintain your wisdom. Take on the spirit of Abigail in your relationship to that foolish man. He may be supplying all your needs. Your husband is a good provider, but he's such a fool. And you say it within yourself and even people around you shake their heads and wonder how are you married to him. You keep holding on to God and doing what you're supposed to do and live. As long as that man is not stepping out on you, he's not abusing you in any kind of way, he's just foolish in how he treats other people. Because we know there are many marriages where the husband is mean to outsiders but treats his wife really nice. And you know, But it's still frustrating for that wife to see that this man just acts a fool. Amen. So pray, I'll pray that the Lord, we'll pray that the Lord bless you with the spirit of Abigail, which is the spirit of wisdom, a wise wife. Okay, I hear someone. Come forth with your prayer request. Amen. Thank you, Sister Teresa. Oh, this is Sister Robin Steele. Amen. So I will pray now for um, the spirit of Abigail for the wives on the line who are married to foolish acting men. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come forth, Lord God, asking you to bless the women who are married to foolish men. They have no grounds for divorce. The man is a provider. He's doing what he's supposed to do within the household, but his actions and his character is just so nasty and so uh, obnoxious, Lord. And he is viewed as a fool. He's viewed as an ignoramus and what have you. There's nothing complimentary that could be said about him other than he knows how to make money. So, Father, we're asking for the patience of those wives, those women in those relationships, that they continue to build their houses, Lord. We're asking for the spirit of Abigail, the spirit of wisdom, that these wives are still beautiful They keep themselves up. They are taking care of their health, and they are being prepared for whenever that spouse is gone, they are prepared for a man who is worthy of them. We thank and praise you right now, Father God, that you can turn that situation around. You can even touch the hearts of the men who are not living right for you, Father God, that they can be sanctified by their wives, as your word says. The husband can be sanctified by their wives, because they are unbelievers and they choose to stay married. They choose to stay married to that believing spouse, that they do not have to leave as long as they choose to stay, that they can stay. And we ask them for wisdom, wisdom to be to blanket those wives in the name of Jesus, cover them with a blanket of wisdom beyond their own understanding that they're able to go forth in their marriage and they have freedom and flexibility to do what they need to do, just like Abigail did. She interceded. She saw and heard that trouble was coming to her household, and through wisdom, she interceded and she pleaded on behalf of her household. 
and they were saved. And we thank you, Lord, for the Abigails on the line and for the women who are becoming Abigails. In Jesus' name, amen. Is there another? Please, star six in. The line is open. We're praying for marriages today. Marriages in the name of Jesus. Star six in and let your request be made known. Yeah, I need prayer for my marriage, um, Sister Teresa, too. Sister Judy, praise the Lord. Yes, thank you. There's a specific, specific thing in your marriage? And more for him to be more um, in the Lord, you know, like be more in the standard like me, like read his Bible more, more anointed, feel. Oh, yeah, Basically, like you a want him to hunger and thirst after righteousness. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Get that layback spirit um, out. And I try to come on a while, but my phone keeps cutting off and on. I have to keep dialing. But anyway, that's the enemy. Um, yeah, you have a layback spirit. And um, the more I'm fire for God, you know. Okay. The more strong. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. Asking you to bless Sister Judy's husband, Father God. We're asking, Lord God, that you would touch his heart, that he will begin to hunger and thirst after righteousness, that he will develop his relationship with you, Father God, because he has a tendency to lean on Sister Judy's prayers. He's relying on her salvation to be the cover for his salvation, Father God. We're asking you right now to let him know that this is an individual walk. He's got to live for you for himself. He's got to run with you for himself. Oh, God, let him understand. Let that scripture come out. Let him hear it on a regular basis. Work out your soul salvation with fear and trembling. Let that be the dominant scripture that he hears repeatedly, 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 that it will change his mind and draw him to you, Father God, and that he will realize, hallelujah, that he needs to hold to your hand, that he needs to seek you for wisdom and what to do in his household, Father, that he will rise up and be a real strong man of God in his household, Lord God, an example of a godly man in the name of Jesus, a strong man, a wise man with a pure heart and a love for God. Oh, God, we thank you for fire. Put fire in his belly for you. Put fire in him. For what you have purpose for him to do in this earth realm, Lord God. Let that fire rise up and stoke it, stoke it, Lord God. We stoke that fire in the name of Jesus. We stoke that fire that's within him, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that it become a big, huge, burning flame. Hallelujah, that he catch on fire with the Holy Ghost, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and he run this race, Lord God, like never before, in the name of Jesus, that he have a new fervor for you, Father God, a new fervor like never before, Father, in the name of Jesus, a hunger and a thirst and a desire to please you and to live for you and to go do what you have him to do. Let him start to say, I'm about my Father's business in the name of Jesus, oh God. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. You heard her heart's cry, Father, because she lives with him, Lord, and she knows what's going on. And we're asking you, Father, we're touching and agreeing with Sister Judy that her husband, Lord God, will begin to have that fervor again, that he will return to his first love. Hey, when he first received you with gladness, 
with fullness of joy, hallelujah, that it would be rising up in him again, Father God. Renew strength. Rejuvenate his spirit in the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you right now, Father, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're welcome, Sister Judy. God bless you. Hallelujah. If there's someone else, please start six in and let your request be made known. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. To you, amen. God bless you, Evangelist Teresa. This is Evangelist Prophet Martin this morning. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I in I am enjoying, Amen, everything that I'm hearing thus far and you know, it was just impressed in my heart by God, Amen, to just inform you, Amen, of um what I am seeking the Lord for. And um been married, been divorced. Amen. And I said and, and have had opportunities to date, Amen particular guys, which the Lord has not given me any peace, and uh, it's about the right one, and um, the one that loves God, because I love him, so I know that's what I have to have, amen, I have to have the man of God that loves God, and that when he loves God, he's going to show up love me, he's going to honor, respect me, and be faithful and loyal, and um, I want you to Petition with me, amen, on the right one coming into my life, amen. amen. There's been so many that come, but they're coming for different reasons. Everybody not coming for marriage, mm-hmm. and that's what I want. I have to stop and cut a, a many of them off because I know what I want, right. and I'm not going to settle for anything. And so I want you to pray that God send the right one. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, you've heard her heart's cry, Prophetess Martin's heart's cry, Lord God. We know that there are many deceivers. There are many, many, many men who see the anointing and the gifting in this woman. The enemy is sending them. The enemy knows the gifts that she has, Father. And the enemy is sending these men, Father God, to try to trip her up. But we thank you, Lord, that her discernment is sharp, and we ask that you keep it sharp, Father, that you keep it Thank sharp. You. And I'm asking right now, Father, that you put a shield around mm-hmm. her that no longer, no longer will she be approached well, by that you. have nothing to do for her. They have the wrong intentions. Yes. I put a shield up Thank there because it gets tiring to constantly fight against these things. So I put the shield of faith around her right now, and I say, Lord, uh, you know, shall you these mean? weapons formed against her come. Yes. They shall hit the shield of faith and be gone. Open them. She don't have to speak a word because the shield of faith guards her right now in the name of Jesus. She has peace in her spirit. And, Father, the man that you have for her, the right man, a working man, a man whose spiritual gifts matches her gifts, shall come into her life, a man who loves God, truly loves God and loves her, a man who is a covenant man, 
a covenant relationship man, a man who is willing to be the head and to stand in right standing with you, Father, to match her spiritual gifts, to walk with her in ministry, to be a teammate. We thank you, Lord, that their paths cross in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, let their paths cross. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, God, that their paths will cross. And we, he will and come into her life, Father God, because you said it's not good for man to be alone, that he will have a helpmate. She is a help that is meet for a man of God, let a true man, that true man, we know that that true man of God is coming to her. And she will be found of him because she is a wife. And he shall obtain favor of you because he has found this wife, Prophetess Shalom Martin. He has found Martin, Sister Martin, Prophetess Martin, Miss Martin. However he meet her, Lord God, whatever category you want he will recognize and know this is the one. And we thank you, Father, that they will have a wonderful courtship. It will start off with friendship and develop into a courtship that leads to marriage, and you will be in it from the beginning to the end. Hey, in the name of Jesus, we thank and praise you right now, Father God, for wisdom in Sister Martin and Prophetess Martin in this Martin. And to ask for prayer, Father God, in this regard, Lord God, and for all the sisters in the body of Christ who are desiring prayer, who are desiring marriage, Father God, we pray for all of them right now in the name of Jesus, that you will cover them and protect them from all the foolish men in this world who have been coming to them. No more tricks of the enemy. They shall marry wise men. They shall be prepared for marriage. They will be willing to be covenant partners. In Jesus' name, we say it is in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for that prayer request, Prophetess Martin. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. My time is up, and I must say this, we have to end with on that note. My time is up, and we are so grateful and thankful for all of you who have participated in our Touch and Agree Week. This is the Message of Christ Church. I am Sister Teresa. I've been your prayer partner today. Hallelujah for this installment of Touch and Agree. Hey, Oh, my God, I thank God. Oh, I am so excited because God is answering these prayers that have gone up before him today. And I encourage you, must, you must testify the goodness of the Lord and let it be known what God did for you as a result of touch and agree week. We want to hear your testimonies. You can call in on Monday nights for Miracle Monday and let us know that God answered your prayer, you can call in at 7 p.m. Join us for Miracle Monday that's hosted by our very own evangelist, Betty Howard. Join us on our teleconference line. Join us on our teleconference line, 641-715- excuse me, 641-715-3670. 
Hallelujah. 641-715-3670 and the access code 420-123. Let that be known what God has done. Email us at messageofchrist at yahoo.com. Text our general office number 773-609-2071. Give us your testimonies because we know God is doing a work. He is blessing these prayers this week. Hallelujah. This is the Message of Christ Church. We are located in Chicago, Illinois. Our postal mailing address is P.O. Box 390762, Chicago, Illinois 60639. We thank the Lord for all of you who donate to the ministry. We ask that you continue. We have been a blessing. I don't like to say the word if. We know that this ministry has been a blessing to you. Send in an offering to the Message of Christ Church. Whatever level you think, the the laborer is worthy of his hire. Amen. Send in an offering to the Message of Christ Church, P.O. Box 390-762, Chicago, Illinois, 60639. And also you can donate on our website, sylviastaplesministries.com and messageofchrist.net. Remember to join us every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, Monday nights for Miracle Monday at 7 p.m., Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. for Bible study, and the first Friday of every month for Midnight Prayer. We Again, we hope to hear you on our line. See that you're on our line on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. for Bible study. Again, I am Sister Teresa. God bless you and keep you as always is our prayer. This concludes this installment and this week of Touch and Agree. In Jesus' name, go forth knowing that we touch and agree with you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.